Welcome to Join Our Table, a meal support podcast for eating disorder recovery. We are your hosts, Jose Savinsky and Jillian Walsh. We're Canadian dietitians supporting those with eating disorders to re-nourish their bodies and reject diet culture. Join us as we provide light distractions, grounding tools, and resources to help you navigate mealtime. Welcome to our table. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight. Today, we are here for a à la carte episode. And I'm very excited about this one because we are eating a food that I love, which is potato chips. And the reason I'm saying potato chips is because I know that people call this food different names around the world. Um, I usually just call them chips, but I know that in some places around the world, chips mean french fries and so i didn't want to cause any confusion and so i'm calling them potato chips jill what do you what do you call this food i would call them potato chips as well like chips for short um Mm -hmm. however a lot of the folks that we have join our ig live from the uk have clarified that it is crisps crisps yes so yes that is the aka or alternate name absolutely Absolutely. And so, you know, before uh, we get going, what what flavor of potato chips are you eating? So I went with an all-dressed flavor, and I also went with a um, – what's the way to call it without saying the brand? A wavy or like mm-hmm. textured chip. Yes. Yeah. And did you know that all-dressed is a Canadian thing? I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, so I should tell folks what is on the bag. Yes. What is an all-dressed chip? What what is that? So it is (laughs) – it has a vinegar bottle, it -hmm. has a red pepper, and it has an onion. Mm. Now, to be honest, I always thought that it was actually salt and vinegar chips with ketchup chips and barbecue chips mixed all together, but that – does not that's not reflected in the photo yeah i mean that is kind of a good way of describing it though although <laughs> fyi ketchup chips also a canadian thing no way yeah oh my goodness yeah. you folks elsewhere you are missing out yeah and so one thing i'm really curious about once this episode drops and folks are listening come tell us on instagram what is a unique potato chip flavor that is only available in your country that you know of because mm. I'm really interested in knowing what's out there. Um, can, Canada has a lot of very unique flavors apparently and to be fair like all dress and ketchup chips are classic like almost every brand has a version of these flavors right. so it's not like a unique you know um, kind of featured flavor kind of chip or anything. It's like it's a pretty classic Canadian chip. Hmm. And now I will say that I did notice a certain type of chip when I was visiting Italy. Mm. And my friend always asks anyone that visits to bring her back this type of chip. And I know it's ham, but what is ham in, I guess, Italian? Do you know that? I have no idea. What is it in French? Jambon. Jambon. 
Maybe. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not on the bag. But it, no. it's very obviously a ham because they have a picture of a ham. Yeah. But I've it's only seen that in Italy. Have you seen that anywhere? Huh. I have never seen that. I mean, we have we have bacon flavored chips in Canada. Oh, yeah. Good point. Like sour but, cream and bacon. Yeah. Mm. But that's not ham. That is right. another. Yeah. Huh. And they definitely taste different. Like when yes. I taste this chip, it is it is obviously different from like a sour cream and bacon chip. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So I want to know what else is out there. Um, so come come connect with us. Maybe I'll uh, if I remember, I'll try to uh, to do a little bit of a like question so that folks can uh, can let us know what what kinds of potato chips exist where yes. you live. Um, on that note, I am going to go ahead and have my first bite. I know I haven't talked about my chips yet, but I will still get going. Yes, because I'm hungry, to be honest. Same. <laughs> I'm trying to hear how crunchy we are on the microphone, but it's actually not too bad. Well, I was going to say, I feel like we're probably pretty crunchy, but... That is just the nature of this podcast where mm-hmm. we eat with you. <laughs> we are keeping it real here, folks. Keeping mm-hmm. it real. So as I swallow this bite, um, my potato chips today are salt and vinegar flavored. And they are a kettle chip. So oh. they're, yeah, so they have a thicker kind of texture to them. Um, and they are one of my favorites. I love kettle salt and vinegar chips. So that's what I'm having. And uh, yeah, they're very yummy. Mm-hmm. Now I will say I don't mind kettle chips, but it was something that I had to get accustomed to. And mm. when you say salt and vinegar, is it salt and malt vinegar or salt and white vinegar? You know what? I'm not actually 100% sure which ones these are. They do have a bit of a malt vinegar flavor to them, though. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they are. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if Whatever it's a it Canadian is. thing. Hmm. I don't know. We really need to pull the audience. Yes. Yeah. Now we're just curious about foods around the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Particularly related to potato chips. Mm-hmm. So actually, as we that's a wonderful segue into a couple of things that I wanted to mention. So mm-hmm. oftentimes with our a la carte episodes, we will drop a little bit of psychoeducation or um, you know, different tips and tricks and ways to talk back to the eating disorder or challenge some of those food rules. So a big piece that we hear from diet culture is that maybe potato chips don't necessarily have a a place within someone's you know day-to-day diet or what they eat. Mm-hmm. And I challenge that because I find that potato chips are one of the easiest and most accessible snacks when one is traveling. So what I mean by that is if you're on a road trip, you can always find potato chips at a convenience store or at a gas station. If mm-hmm. you are on a train, you can usually find them in the train station or even on the train. And, of course, airports or even on the airplanes. So 
That's right. I always show folks how to incorporate um, potato chips into their mechanical eating plan if that's where they are, or also if they are more on another, like on that journey into intuitive eating, also ways to make sure that they have access to certain types of, you know, a variety of, of foods. And I find chips are one of these most accessible. So that is a big win for chips in my books. Absolutely. Do you have anything to add to that, Jose? Yeah, I I love I also love potato chips as like a an evening snack, like watching an episode of something or watching a movie. Um it's a non-perishable food, which is really nice. So you can have it in your cupboards and not have to worry about it going, you know, bad very quickly. It will eventually become stale, but the shelf life is pretty long, mm-hmm. um especially if the bag isn't open, which is really nice. And then my favorite thing about potato chips is definitely the crunch. And so there are times where I'm really wanting like a nice crunchy food and not much in my books compares to potato chips in that regard. Um, One of the things that you know, I'll sometimes be thinking about when I'm making meals is the textures and wanting a variety of textures on my plate so that it's not all crunchy or all like soft or mushy, right? I want a variety of textures. And so potato chips can be a great addition to a meal in terms of getting that crunchiness. So I, for example, I might um, actually put potato chips in a sandwich or mm. have it on the side. Um, I It will often accompany meals. Um, I'll yeah, have it with whatever I'm having so that I can get that little bit of, of like crunchiness. So Mm-hmm. One of the things I love, love about potato chips. <laughs> and I find depending on what kind of crunch I want will influence what sort of chip I will buy. Mm-hmm. So whether or not it's kettle um, kettle, kettle cooked, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I think that's right. Kettle cooked mm-hmm. um, or, you know, wavy or just regular that makes a difference. Um, mm-hmm. And the other interesting thing, and I'm not sure that folks will be able to hear it, but I actually am eating straight out of a bag. So I was picking up some milk at the corner store and I, I picked up a you know one of the convenience store size bags for our a la carte episode today. And Jose is on the other side and is doing her chips out of a bowl. Jose, do you yes. want to talk a little bit about that for us? Yes. I need to swallow. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I absolutely, there are times where I will eat, you know, those potato chips out of the bag. Sometimes I will put them in a bowl depending on, um, yeah, what kind of like setting I'm in and what I'm looking for. But the one thing I really wanted to highlight is that we can fully ignore what it says on that nutrition label in terms of what is a serving size and adjust that to meet our own needs. And so I couldn't even tell you right now what a serving size is, you know, based on that nutrition label because I am not looking at that when I decide how many potato chips to eat. I'm not counting them, I'm not measuring them, I'm not, you know, weighing them. I am really just thinking about what role is this playing in my meal? Do I and or snack or do I want more or less? And yeah, and if I am putting it in a bowl or if I'm adding it to my plate to have it like as a, a you know, an aside with the rest of my foods um, during a meal, for example, it is always from the perspective that 
if that amount doesn't feel satisfying, I can go back for more. So putting it in a bowl, I'm not doing that from a a place of, you know, I need to limit myself or restrict the amount that I'm having of this food. It's really more out of convenience and sometimes, you know, to keep my hands a bit cleaner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I will go back, you know, for, for more if I want more. So really want to give folks full permission, right, to go back for more if that's something that that they want to do. Yes, absolutely. And to normalize the fact that it is very acceptable and, and, and normal and human to grab a bag of chips from the convenience store and have that as a snack and finish it. That mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. I'm doing here tonight. And, you know, it's something that I would say is a very normal and regular part of my day to, well, my week to week kind of thing. Absolutely. Potato chips are also one of those foods that I will snack on sometimes as I'm preparing meals. Mm-hmm. Um, if I am, you know, if I had a, a busy day and I'm actually feeling quite hungry and not really wanting to wait, you know, the 20 minutes or half an hour before I can eat my meal, I will sometimes, you know, have the bag of potato chips on the counter and kind of snack on those as I'm cooking. So, um, yeah, that's another thing that I. I want to normalize for folks who might be afraid of doing that, right? Kind of um, eating a bit of a snack while while cooking. There are absolutely times where that makes a lot of sense and can be a really positive thing. Mm-hmm. I will say, um, my my spouse and I, we always have a like the the taco chips or like the nacho chips that mm-hmm. are open in the cupboard, and that is a very very regular during like a meal prep snack. So yes. it's just easy. Like Jose said, they they tend to be, you know, slowly perishable, so they can last quite a while. And yeah, I find there's lots of space for the, for, for potato chips in the day-to-day nutrition. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've also put, you know, potato chips in my lunchbox when I was still packing lunches and not working at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would often pack those in, um, in my my lunchbox. I find potato chips are one of those foods that can make a meal so much more satisfying. So there are also times where I might eat a meal. Often it'll be leftovers <laughs> that I'm not, you know, fully excited about, you know, mm-hmm. when it's like day three or four of leftovers and you're like, I have had enough of this. Um, that will automatically like bring up a meal that because it's such a food that I love and that is satisfying. So it is often a food I'll pair with maybe a meal that I'm less excited about, but for practical reasons kind of need to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, lots of different different uses for potato chips. And um, yeah, I love them. Yeah. And shaking up taste fatigue. You know, you talk about mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. leftovers get less exciting the more we have them, but you can really yep. add something <laughs> that we enjoy and shake things up a bit. I also love that there are so many flavors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So from a taste fatigue perspective, although I have to say, I almost never get tired of salt and vinegar. <laughs> um, but when I do right? Or if I do, there are so many other options in terms of flavors and all, there are always new ones coming out as well. I'm also always astounded at how creative, you know, these companies are in terms of um, potato chip flavors. And so there's often new things to try. Absolutely. Now, I do eat 
potato chips. There's one way that I eat potato chips that is quite odd that my partner always teases me about. And I feel like you probably would love to hear about this. I feel like you lick off the seasoning first. No, I don't. I don't do that. I don't do that. Although I've probably done that in the past, but that is not something I usually do. Okay, tell me. Um, so this is something that I learned from my dad. So thanks, dad, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and it's that I will only do this with plain potato chips, although it doesn't really matter whether they're like kettle or regular or like the wavy ones. Um, with plain potato chips, I will put white vinegar on them and often I will let them sit a few minutes until they actually become like soft and soggy, which I know sounds really strange and we'll eat them like that. And or, you know, I will start eating them, but then the bottom ones, of course, because they've been sitting in the Mm -hmm. vinegar for longer have become a little bit more soggy and those are always my favorite ones. So yeah, that is my strange, maybe strange potato chip habit that I wanted to so mention. So I will tell you, it's not that strange because okay. my grandparents used to give me chips that way mm-hmm. um, because I was a chip snob and would only eat salt and vinegar as like a, you know, a child. And so if they didn't have salt and vinegar, they would douse them with vinegar, like a plain chip. However, yep. I hated them getting soggy. So I would need to douse my chip with vinegar one chip at a time. Mm-hmm. And the Fair. other piece is that I did go to school with a couple of folks that would do like cheese sticks or cheesies with vinegar. And that was mm. way out of left field for me. That was too far. I could not go that yeah. far. But that is not something I've done. Mm-mm. No, that's too Or many, that I would do. Too many flavors for me, I think. So yeah. while you're crunching over there, <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Where does potato chips or where do potato chips fall on the hierarchy of Halloween treats? Hmm. Personally, um, they are very low. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not thrilled about getting them. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure why that is. Probably because they most often give out plain you know, like regular potato chips. And I'm a big fan of salt and vinegar, although I will eat plain chips with vinegar, as I I mentioned. Um, But yeah, I don't think I was as excited about them as a kid whenever I would, you know, go trick-or-treating. How about you? I definitely, I think they are like, so if if I was going to make my hierarchy, chocolate would be first. Then it would be Mm -hmm. candy, but like the candy like Starbursts and Skittles and like gummies, like um, like Sour Patch Kids and those kinds. Mm -hmm. And then it would be bubble gum. I really liked like the the bubble gum. And then at the – oh, no. And then soda. We used to get cans of soda sometimes. That was a really cool Mm. one. And then it would be chips. And I was – like you, it kind of fell to the bottom of like the high – like it wasn't – it wasn't – what I was loving to get. Um, and I think there was a few reasons. I think, first of all, they took up a lot of space in the bag. True. And that would that was annoying. And I remember that if one of them burst in the bag, it would make such a mess. Mm-hmm. So that was also irritating. And like you said, 
I think for the first probably 10 years that I trick-or-treated and that I remember trick-or-treating, there was only plain chips. There wasn't – like mm-hmm. you didn't have the variety. Whereas nowadays, I think you, you're getting more options in terms of the Halloween treats like like the, the potato chip brands. Right. So maybe it's starting to come back up a little bit more. Maybe. I think I've also always just associated – Halloween with like sweet foods. Mm -hmm. So I think I was just mostly excited for, yeah, the things like chocolate and candies. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I certainly didn't turn down the potato chips and, you know, did appreciate them, but not not quite as much. I hear you. I remember Mm -hmm. like pawning them off on my brother. And like, and trying to trade, being like, "Here, I'll give you ten bags of chips for two chocolate," <laughs> but mm. it didn't usually fly. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing in terms of um, your potato chips? How are you feeling? Mm. I am very much enjoying them. I'm re- realizing that it's been a while since I've had all dressed chips, mm-hmm. and um, they're really they're hitting my hunger really well. So I am just getting to the bottom of my bag, actually. How are you doing? I have about two bites, mm-hmm. three bites left. I'm at, I'm at like the crumb stage mm. of my bowl of potato chips, all the big pieces I've eaten, and now they're like the small crumbled up potato chips at the bottom of my bowl. Yes. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Okay. Well, we'll take a couple more bites and finish it off, and I think we can start wrapping up the episode. Agreed. Okay. As I crunch, I'll let you finish off. Um, <laughs> so, folks, thank you for joining us for our episode eight, where we have challenged potato chips. We hope that you are able to join us and have a bowl or a bag of potato chips as well. And we do this because we know that repeated exposure can help decrease anxiety around eating some of these challenged foods. So we encourage folks to repeat these episodes. Um, it will absolutely feel maybe repetitive, but that's the point. So just as much as you may get bored with us, you know, hearing us banter and chat about our potato chips, we (laughs) hope to tire out the eating disorder as well. So there is, you know, there is a little bit of strategy behind what we're doing. And um, as always, we will encourage you to go follow us and engage with us over on our Instagram. So that is at Join Our Table Podcast. We encourage messages and feedback. Please participate in our polls. Let us know what you want to see featured on our a la carte up episodes. It is very helpful to have suggestions from our listeners. And before you know it, we may be featuring it on our next a la carte episode. And finally, we are quickly learning that the rating and leaving a review is doing wonders for our visibility. And it's helping other folks find our podcast easier. So if you are able to give a helping hand, we would encourage you to rate and subscribe to our podcast as well as leave a review if you have a few minutes. That has been extremely helpful for folks um, being able to search general terms around eating disorder recovery and having our podcast pop up. So we always appreciate any help you can send our way. All right, Jose, how are you doing over there? I'm doing great. I have finished my potato chips and they were delicious. 
And yeah, I'm just really, you know, excited um, for anyone who is listening right now and who has challenged this food. I think it's really awesome. It's not an easy thing to do. And yet you did it. And so um, another thing I would mention is, you know, if if anxiety is running pretty high after this challenge, um, feel free to, you know, go back to your usual grounding tools, the usual, you know, tools that help you cope in these moments of high anxiety. Um, we do have some grounding tools up on our Instagram page that you can go look up. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, use, you know, another distraction, turn on another podcast, um, or, you know, do some coloring, watch something so that, you know, you can maintain this momentum. Absolutely. Thank you so much, folks, for joining. And we look forward to you or to having you again at our table soon. Bye. Bye, everyone. Mm-hmm.